Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, February 25th, 2016, and this is the ride. Hello everyone, kind of got a late start this morning, got dumped on by Mother Nature and uh, had to dig my way out of some thick, heavy snow. So I am on my way to work and looking forward to making some difference in the world today. So this morning I was thinking about a dream I had it might have been about a week ago. I think it might even be a dream that will spur me on to write a book. Who knows? But I had a picture, and I believe the Lord gave me a picture of something. And you're going to get the first little inkling right now. Who knows? Maybe down the road if I do this book, you'll come back to this podcast and you'll hear about the very first bit of what inspired it. Who knows? I had a dream about a walking stick. You know, the insect walking stick. And I've always found that the bugs that are really unique, like walking sticks, praying mantis, some of those, I mean, just weird ones that, I don't know, show God's diversity and God's unique creativity those kind of uh, animals just uh, I don't know they put me in awe something as simple as a walking stick but if you've ever seen one and I've seen one up close they're fascinating but my dream the walking stick was red and I, I, uh, I thought, well, I better look this up. Maybe there is such, thi- such a thing as a red walking stick. Because maybe God was wanting to show me something and about this red walking stick that I never knew about. And maybe there's some unique thing to it. I don't know. But I couldn't find it. And it would kind of go against the way the walking stick is because the walking stick is by its very name and its nature camouflaged and protected from making an impact and making himself known to his enemies and to really anybody his enemies or otherwise he's kind of hidden and so when it's it, when you find one it's kind of exciting that you actually found one because they are so difficult to spot among the twigs. So a red walking stick, why red? I wondered that too. And then I got what I feel is a little bit of explanation from my Lord in that we are to be like a red walking stick in the sense that we do not blend in that we do not live innocuously, but we are to be seen. Our presence is to be known, and we are to make an impact. We need to be like a red walking stick. I'm driving right now through a forested area, and if this was early spring before the leaves were out, 
and all the trees were just twigs and if I could see yeah I have no idea how many walking sticks are out there among the the trees but I gotta imagine that if I'm in an area where those insects are native to that area then there would be all sorts of them if you could only see them so then I thought well man what would it be like if I could see them and it's like my eyes were open and then all these trees they started to you'd see these little red things all over the place you'd probably freak out if you if you knew how many are out there but it was God letting me know that I need to be like a red walking stick I need to be making my self and more importantly God in me known to those around me I mean doesn't that make sense I mean we're not to live undercover right we're supposed to shine our light get out from underneath the bushel right we don't want to live a stealth Christian life what, what would be the point in that so here's my question if somebody has an opinion that's different than yours and I'm assuming different than God's and they give you their opinion about something what do you normally do in that situation do you hold your tongue you know you might I'm not saying that we always have to give our opinion. Our opinion isn't always necessary. But there are times when the opinions given to us are so far wrong that you just got to say something. That's how I felt when I uh, had the podcast about Deadpool. I had to say something. That movie was putting its opinion out into the culture and I had to counteract that with what I felt was God's opinion about it. Why do we feel like we have to be apologetic for giving God's opinion about stuff? Because the enemy has wheedled his way through our culture and said, well, you know what? You're not being very diverse. If you say what God says about something, you need to be able to take all these other opinions. And to that I say, well, guess what? My opinion is just as valid. And maybe the world isn't being diverse if they don't want to accept my opinion, which I believe is God's opinion about whatever, about the sanctity of life in the womb, for example. I guess I want to be giving God's opinion about things. Will that make enemies? Certainly it will. But we already have enemies. Now here's the thing. Think about this. Somebody knows you're a Christian, but you don't, you know, you don't speak your faith too much. You're kind of quietly in the corner. I don't think there's a lot of respect given to someone like that or their ideas unless they're bold about them that's just my opinion you know I can see other people say ah they're harmless well you know what I want to be harmful to the enemy's camp I do I don't want to live undercover 
At the end of my days, I want to be able to look back and say, you know what, I spoke my mind. People could take it or leave it. They could think whatever they want about me. Now, I'll tell you, living this way is not does not come naturally to me. So it's not my personality. But I really got a sense that I need to invoke the boldness of God in my life to a, a greater degree. I mean, we're supposed to declare the works of the Lord. How are we going to reach someone who doesn't have respect for someone who can't speak up for their faith? How, get, how are we going to reach that person? And so since it doesn't come all that naturally to me, I mean, I talk, you know I talk, but, you know, there are times when I will hold my tongue when I think, now when I think about it, I probably should have said something. Why do I think that ruffling somebody else's feathers is a problem? I don't know why I think that. We shouldn't think that. Why? Because Jesus ruffled feathers. He got in the face of the enemy. And what did he do? He spoke truth. He basically spoke truth and let it hang out there and then somebody had to make a decision what they were going to do with that truth. I think we need to do the same. I don't think it, I know it. I don't want to be the walking stick that blends into my surroundings, doesn't impact, doesn't make God's way known. I don't want to live that way. I hope you don't want to either. So what do we do? What do you think we do? Come on, think. By now you guys know what we should be doing. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what we ought to be doing. If you don't have that kind of boldness that would speak God's mind in a situation, then ask the Lord for that. And I'm not saying ask the Lord for some confrontational spirit that would make you just be the enemy in any situation, in, 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 in any conversation. I'm not saying that at all. I'm praying for God's wisdom so that I can be speaking the truth in love in such a way that those who wouldn't want to agree with it can't help but weigh the merits of the argument. I mean, I believe the Spirit of God can be in that situation and, well, certainly, the truth is in the situation, then the Spirit of God will be in that situation. But, I mean, here's a real, real practical example. You're hanging out with friends and somebody says, man, I don't know why my boss is such a jerk. He doesn't let me do this and that and the other thing. You know, I see that he's picking favorites. Now, you could go along and say, yeah, man, he kind of sounds like a real jerk. Which, right then and there, that is not the Spirit of God. Because he may be acting like a jerk, but he is loved by God just like you are. So you don't need to be speaking that kind of nonsense over somebody. But you can agree with that person and say, yeah, I understand. But what is it that you're doing to earn your paycheck. Are you are you doing your job right? Because the Bible says this about it. About being honor, you know, being an honorable employee. Are you doing that? I mean just 
putting truth into the situation. I mean, you got to do it in love. That's just one example of many I could pick. I think at the end of the day, you want people around you to know that you're that you stand for God's principles. You don't want there to be any kind of question. You don't want to be someone who's questionable. You want to be somebody who's dependable. I mean, I think you do. And before you say, well, no, I don't, I kind of want to just be my own man and do whatever I want to do, think about the kind of people that you want to put your trust into. Do you want them to be that kind of person? Or do you want them to be a dependable person? You want to become the kind of person that you would respect, don't you? I know I do. So I don't want to be the kind of person that says, or who is well known as someone who speaks his mind and doesn't care what the other people think. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person known to be the one who speaks his mind and cares deeply about what other people think, but still doesn't waver. Let's not be shaken. Let's not be shaken, but stirred. <laughs> Let the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, stir you so that all that can come out of your mouth is just truth. And if you can't say truth in a situation, then don't say anything. But I believe that the truth of God can be put into a conversation and it changes a conversation. You know how I don't like to have just trite conversations silly wastes of words talking about the weather and that kind of stuff. I want to get real. Well, man, there's nothing better than just talking, putting some truth into a situation and see how real your conversation gets at that point. Let's go to prayer. Or let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we've heard some things today that might challenge us, challenge our personality style about speaking your truth into situations where we maybe haven't felt comfortable doing that. But Lord, I'm asking that you would stir us up, cause there to be a boldness within us so that the world doesn't shake us and doesn't shake our resolve and doesn't shake our footing in the truth of the Word of God. We want to live unshakable. We want to make a difference. We want to be like that red walking stick that's seen and who's impacting the environment. So help us, Lord, to not shrink back when challenged, when our faith is challenged. But Lord, fill our mouth and fill our mind with knowledge and with the capacity to, to share this truth, the truth that people need to hear, the truth that won't be heard unless we speak it and put it out there into the conversation. Help us, Lord, do these things. You've called us to be the bearers of the truth, the ones who share the gospel, the good news. It is good news. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody. You know how we do this. You stay in the Word of God. Find out how. Find out examples of where people have stood up and spoken the truth 
even when confronted. Find out how God backed them up and set them in a place of honor. And you live in peace and pray for those who persecute you. Because you may find that there'll be a little bit more of that. But God's got your back. So don't you worry about that. And as you trust in the Lord for this newfound boldness, as you speak, be prepared. I think you're going to sense the Spirit of God with you, flowing through you, and and that's a powerful feeling. And you will make an impact everywhere you go. And I will see you on the flip.